Hello and welcome to the Talking Transformation podcast. This is Matt Bird, the founder of Cinnamon Network International. I'm privileged to have today as my guest, Nick Scott. He's the senior pastor of Mount Pleasant Baptist Church in Perth and has been involved in pioneering what they call geo-networks across the greater Perth area. Nick, it's so good to have you with us today. How's Perth? Thanks so much, Matt. Yeah, well, Perth is beautiful as always. A little stormy today, but uh, we're in the middle of winter here, of course. But uh, there's nowhere I'd rather be on Earth right now, particularly with this whole COVID-19 reality. It's a great place to be. Yeah, well, I mean, Perth is known as one of the most socially isolated cities in the world, is it not? Uh, Well, the most geographically isolated. Yeah, it's it's certainly up there in the top few. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think we're socially as connected as everybody else, but geographically, we're certainly uh, <laughs> uh, uh, out on all. Uh, you know, I think I was thinking when they talk about the ends of the earth, uh, that's us in the gospel, in the, in the book of Acts. Yeah, well, I, I love visiting the city of Perth, such an incredible city with amazing people. So, Nick, just tell us a little bit were you born and bred in Perth, or did you start life somewhere else and uh, headed to Perth later on? No, look, I began life in Adelaide, which is uh, South Australia for our international listeners. And um, well, probably about 24 years ago, had a real, really clear sense of calling to come to Perth and uh, had a, literally a call from the a church. Uh, and so we made our way across uh, what's called the Nullarbor Plain, uh, a great long stretch of land with no trees. And... Um, uh, driving for three days, then we found ourselves uh, here in Perth, and uh, we've been here ever since. And in fact, I've been in the same church ever since, uh, perhaps surprisingly. Wow, uh, Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. Tell us a little bit about the church and the the, the context and community it's in. Yeah, it's a wonderful church. It's um, it's grown to become quite a large church in the southern suburbs of Perth, and uh, you know we're affiliated with the Baptist churches of uh, Western Australia, but. Really, we've always thought of ourselves as a, um, what I think of as a small B Baptist church, less concerned about the tribe we belong to and more concerned about uh, the kingdom. So it's been on my heart really to uh, connect with other pastors and leaders in other churches, um, not only in our own area, local area, but also right across the city where we are. So yeah. it's, I mean, Perth is a city, it's not a big city, it's a city of um, I think 2.4 million people or something like that. So much smaller than Sydney and Melbourne, yeah. still um, still a sizable place in its own right. Yeah. And where does your passion for unity and building togetherness, where, where, where does that passion come from? Well, from the Bible and uh, from, <laughs> <Good old. laughs> from the Holy Spirit, I hope. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, for years now, Matt, the... Um, the prayer of Jesus in uh, John 17 has been something that's been very dear to me. I just think if the if the one thing that he prayed for for us was that we might be one, as there is unity within the Godhead, uh, then uh, surely we should be doing as uh, as Paul suggests in one of his letters, to, making every effort to maintain unity and to develop unity and uh, for that to become a priority i think often we've applied those those kinds of concepts in our own local churches but uh, a few years ago i began to think more about um you know in the new testament paul writes letters to the church of philippi or the church of uh, 
um, Thessalonica, you know, the Church of Ephesus, I've often thought, well, I live in a local city, not of Perth, well, certainly in Perth, but more locally, our local LGA is called Melville. Yeah. And I began to just think, you know, if, if Paul were to write a letter to the church of the city of Melville, who would open the mail? And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, was actually a dilemma for me at the time because I thought I don't know the answer to that question, and uh, now all these years later I have a uh, a much clearer answer because there's a very uh, strongly relationally united group of pastors and leaders across our local city of Melbourne yeah. that uh, meet together and pray together every week, and I think that we would collect that mail and we would read it and we would distribute it. Yeah, and, uh, that would work much better. Yeah, it's incredible as I travel around the world and uh, visit cities. It's amazing how many cities I turn up in and they say, oh, actually, we've been meeting as pastors, as leaders for the last 10 years or five years and praying yes. every week or praying every fortnight. It just seems uh, at this time that it's something that God is doing by his Holy Spirit all over the world. Um, it's really quite incredible. How did your little group in melville get up and going i mean what was the what were the mechanics that it that it took to uh to to, to make it happen yeah look it uh, it, it is amazing how uh, and i get that same sense in circles i mix in that it's something that's happening literally around the world um you know when i first arrived in perth back in 96 uh, i began to hear about these uh what were called pastors prayer summits that were happening uh, at a city-wide level, not just in Melbourne, but right, right across the city of Perth. And so I started to go along to these. They were kind of annual events and typically would involve, I don't know, 80 to 100, 120 uh, ministers and pastors and priests and people from all different denominations. And uh, it was out of that that I met a guy who was in my local area. And so uh, very early on, uh, probably the late 90s, we, he and I began to get together and agreed that we should meet once a month and try and find some other local pastors in our area that we could just meet with and um, fellowship with and uh, pray together, support one another and pray for the flourishing of the church in our local area. So that's how it came about. And uh, we began to meet monthly. And then over time, uh, we were challenged by one guy in the group who, interestingly enough, left shortly after but he challenged us to meet uh, meet weekly and uh, we felt... <laughs> i love somebody who, who suggests an idea and then clears off <laughs> yeah don't you love that but you know interestingly uh we thought it was the lord and uh, <laughs> that's why the lord had him there for that short time yeah yeah and um we followed that prompting and in duo bits we began then to meet weekly and uh, we have been meeting weekly uh, ever since Amazing. And now, Nick, you are involved in pioneering, facilitating, leading the development of networks like this across the city of Perth. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I don't know quite how that happened other than, um, uh, you know, now and then these things seem to fall in your lap. And I, I guess I've had a sense over time that this is something that the Lord's given me to do. And, um, you know, when that happens, I think it's it's uh, it's hard to say no, and it's uh, reinforced by others around you. So I never, I mean, I never put my hand up and said I'd like to do this, but it just began to happen around me. That's probably the best way I can describe it. Um, yeah. So what happened was I I just uh, became aware of two or three other groups 
like ours that were meeting like we were in uh, adjacent LGAs to us in Melville. And uh, so I just contacted those guys and said, hey, look, you know, we meet every week and we pray for our local area. I know you guys do as well uh, in your local areas. Why don't we get together and see if we can um, meet collectively as a larger group, even just uh, three or four times a year? So this would have been literally, Matt, only, I reckon, about three years ago. We began this process of just networking the networks. And uh, so we would just meet quarterly and that those three or four groups would meet together. And it was nothing earth shattering at the time. You know, there might have only been sort of 20 or 30 people would meet together at those combined meetings. And uh, then really, it's been quite extraordinary over the last, I reckon even just over the last 12 months, uh, one by one, other people began to contact me from all around the city and uh, say, hey, can I be a part of this? Can we be part of this thing that you're doing? <laughs> and I, you know, this thing that you created a great plan and I for. Think, well, I'm not sure what this thing is that I'm doing, uh, but uh, yeah, by all means. And so I thought, well, I'll just, uh, I mean, I'm just making this stuff up as I go along. I didn't have any sort of great strategic plan. And see, this is part of the problem. I reckon a lot of pastors are like me and they're not, like I'm not a really, I don't think of myself as really a strategic sort of a thinker. Like I'm not an idiot, but I'm a, I'm a pastor and I'm, uh, I'm kind of all about caring for people and bringing people together. And I, I think I'm probably quite good at that relational uh, mm. intentionality, but not as strong on the strategic stuff. But in any case, we, um, I set up a WhatsApp group and uh, one by one, these leaders joined the WhatsApp group. And in some cases, I'd go and uh, visit their, uh, their geo network and I'd uh, explain to them that actually now they were a geo network. And so I had to explain that what that meant, sort of a geographical network of pastors and they in many cases seem to be quite excited about being a part of something bigger that god was doing and yeah uh, across the city you know, yeah well when i talk to them i'd say it's and this is not just across our city this is something that's happening across our nation through uh things like movement day uh but actually uh, as i'm hearing it's happening more and more around the world it's like there's this new move of god and uh, a very small part perhaps of the move of God involves taking these um, what I, what I term geo networks, but you know, it's, they're like the old fashioned ministers fraternal will be a, a phrase that some of your uh, long-term pastors will be familiar with. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm for sure. Which um, I think probably in many cases were just um, administrative, you know, like, you know, the kind of meetings that have, um, uh, you know, minutes and a secretary and an agenda, uh, they seem to mainly have moved on from that and become far more relational. But yeah. my feeling is that in the process, and many of ours across Perth uh, uh, fall into this category, they, they've they sort of relaxed a bit on the uh, the structural thing and become far more relational, which is a wonderful thing. But perhaps yeah. in the process um, are not nearly as strategic uh, as they might be, which is your yeah. segue to get me to talk about cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I take the hint, Nick. So, so you know, um, you've, you've worked hard at building relationships, building prayer, building trust, you know, in these geo networks across greater Perth. Um, but as you said, you know, sometimes that they need some strategic 
contributions um, and, uh, and, and partners. So talk a little bit about um, how we're thinking about working together. Um, I mean, this is, these are just thoughts at the moment, but uh, you know, Cinnamon's strong on strategy uh, for transformation and implement, implementation around transformation. Um, how do you think we could uh, be working together? Well, I guess my feeling, Matt, is that, um, as I've said, many of the groups that currently exist in this probably, see, we have 30 LGAs in our local metropolitan area. We've probably got yeah. about, I think at the moment, 16 or 17 active geo networks out of the 30. So we're well on the way yeah. towards having uh, an active pastors and leaders geo network in every LGA. Now, many of, in many of those cases, these are pastors and leaders who come together, they support one another, they pray for one another, they pray for the flourishing of the church in the city, they pray for unity, they work hard at that. Um, and my feeling has been, if that's all they do, uh, that's not a disaster. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing, a great thing you know, mm. in and of itself. But I also have felt for a while that if we can... Uh, overlay onto that that developing as as I see it, what the Lord is developing is net over the city, a net of prayer and unity and connectedness. If we can overlay onto that uh, some strategies that will help us to address issues of you know pain, where is the pain in your local community, and how can how can we work together? Not just as my local church doing ministry in my community, but how can we work together? as the church of the city to actually help to address some of these issues. And, uh, you know, many pastors I speak to would begin to scratch their heads or glaze over at that point because they, it, it, it seems too hard. And um, yeah. maybe then the end result is that not much happens, but I, I'd love to be a part of something where we just work together and, you know, ideally work together with people like you, Matt, and uh, and others who've got some experience in this um, uh, this whole area of strategy and some um, mm. some things we can put into place. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, we're going to be talking with uh, with colleagues and some of the geo networks about the the Cinnamon Faith Action Audit to help them measure actually what the churches are already doing in yeah. their local government areas to take a snapshot. Um, of the value, the fiscal and social value of what the church contributes to the life of these local government areas. Um, I think it's really exciting. Um, we're just uh, pioneering our first faith action audit in Australia, in Illawarra, in New South Wales. And uh, we're excited about the, the potential to partner with Geo Networks uh, in Perth uh, to support them to, to measure their impact. And, you know, what we find as as the church is able to communicate its value, not just in story, but in numbers, actually civic leaders and institutions, institutions actually understand us. They think, oh, wow, yeah. you, you make a massive contribution. Yeah. Actually, I think we should be working more closely together. And that offers a massive opportunity for strategic partnership um, with civic leaders and institutions Wonderful. and agencies, you know, to bring about greater, greater transformation. And of course, we love, we love to find local church solutions and replicate them to, to meet these needs. So, you know, it's going to be an exciting uh, journey uh, uh, together. So, so, Nick, leaders are listening to this podcast from around the world, from cities in yeah. different countries. Um, what, 
and and, and perhaps they've not started a, a network yet in their local government area, or perhaps there's an old fraternal which is a bit which is a bit tired. You know, um, what what three bits of practical advice would you give uh, a leader thinking actually I've listened to this, I, I need to do more to develop unity on our patch. What what bits of advice would you give them? Yeah, well, I'm not sure how universally uh, this translates around the world, but certainly here in Australia, I know uh, in the UK, um, number one, I would say just have a coffee. Have a coffee with another local pastor, another local leader, someone uh, from outside of your own denomination, your own movement, your own usual circle of friends, and uh, just get to know one another and just recognise you're on the same team and in the same area. Um, Number two, I'd say... um, find a local group if there, see if there is a local group and if there is um join it and just begin to love the people uh, within that uh, local ministers group and uh just just begin to form that relationship and uh and serve in any way that you can and then uh, number three i would say uh just begin to build relationships with your local mayor with your local council uh See, yeah, we've begun to do that, and I know other geo networks in our city. We've like our encouragement. My encouragement to them has been um, go and meet with your local mayor, but don't don't ask him for anything. Like initially, just for the first meeting, just say, look, we just come just to hear what your heart is for the city, and to let you know that we're we're supporting you and we're with you. And and by the way, thank you, thank you for what you're doing. I mean, they're blown away by that. They can't believe that um, someone's yeah. coming to meet with them and they don't want anything. So I reckon yeah. that's a great start. Yeah, very powerful, very powerful. So what you're advocating really is a coffee strategy. Um, you know, get, get a coffee with another church leader, um, get, get a coffee with a, a, a senior civic leader, the mayor, the mayor, the leader of the city, um, you know, and, and, and just build relationship. Yeah. Begin to build trust. Yeah, relationship and, uh, and prayer, you know, I think they're foundational. I think if we just rush straight into strategy and there's no foundation laid of of prayer or relationship then um i suspect that we won't get very far but with those other things in place that's why i think this gen network i mean we've been meeting for 20 years but i think that's not 20 years wasted that's 20 years of um of god laying foundations for uh what lies ahead as over the next 5 10 15 20 years we uh, we learn and understand what it means to not just uh be together in unity but to actually work together strategically to bring transformation to our local community yeah beautiful nick well it's been such a privilege to have you as my special guest today on the talking transformation podcast um i wanted to give you the last word is there one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with as we wrap up today uh look for me i think it's uh, probably something i've alluded to already but um we're all part of something bigger. And this whole thing of just lifting our eyes above our own circumstances, uh, above our own local church, our own local scene, to, uh, to the, the bigger picture of what the Spirit of God is doing in your nation uh, and, and around the globe as uh, there's kind of, a, as I see it, a fresh move of the Spirit all around the world. Um, how exciting to be a part of that. Mm, amazing nick scott from mount pleasant baptist church perth uh, and the geo networks we are so grateful that you've joined us today thank you so much we pray for you the unity you're building 
and the transformation that you're working towards. God bless you in all you're doing. Thank you so much. My great pleasure. Thank you very much, Matt.